Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. We're back into it. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. And uh, in the interim, we've been joined in the studio by a third panelist, Dan Moulton, consultant at Crestview Strategy, a public affairs agency here in Toronto, and a former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. Dan, I really appreciate you coming in and on and hunkering down here. Sorry because, to be late. No, no not a worry. Better late than never. believe the traffic out there. We I, would. No, I do believe it. We it do. It's a killer getting here. It, well, you know, and uh, in your absence, we've been talking about uh, this story that uh, has been unfolding here uh, where Brad Blair has been fired as, no, uh, I wanted to first backtrack to, <laughs> you thought you'd want a reprieve. I thought, uh, oh, this is a great topic, John. I'm willing to talk about that. Well, we'll yeah, get around so to I, it. John. Let's go on to that. <laughs> well, hang on, because I wanted to get Dan's take, just based on the fact, sure. I mean, you know, you've consorted with uh, liberals in high places and consorted. arguably uh, like that. That's good. Jerry Butts as well and his testimony today. Sure. I mean, in, uh, what was your sense for it? I mean, the idea mm-hmm. that it would somehow mitigate uh, some damage perceptually and uh, how I've seen it. And I guess the guys here have uh, more or less reiterated that it was a question of his credibility versus hers or even hinging on matters of interpretation. Uh, so how did you assess? Did I actually it- think this story has moved a bit past some of the the way that you're framing it there, John. I think the story is moving uh, increasingly towards uh questions of, uh, the prime minister's leadership. Uh, I think that those are sort of the, the, the focus of the narrative now, less about the intricacies of SNC, which I don't think were ever very interesting to Canadians mm. or particularly all that exciting. It's a question of, of leadership for the prime minister. Well, wait a minute. Uh, uh, and not I think, that interesting to Canadian Canadians. This is really the, the, the linchpin of it all. I mean, trying to corrupt justice. No. Oh, I, I, I think that's the kind of colorful language the opposition would love to use in this situation. But well, Jody uh, you know, Wilson-Raybould used that effectively. I mean, yeah, that was her uh, description of things. Certainly the, the, that was the way that she perceived uh, the issue. Uh-huh. No, I think the problem with this is that it's a Pretty Canadian scandal. I mean, there, there's no money involved. There's no, <laughs> no, no, there's nothing illegal happened. It, like, I think most Canadians are sort of thinking, when they take away from the coverage, I think they're thinking, there's a lot of details here that aren't that interesting. They're kind of boring. Uh, nothing that bad really happened. But the prime minister did something he shouldn't. I think that's what Canadians are taking away from it right now, from mm. the politics of it. Well, and so I think the story is less about what Jerry Butt said today versus what Judy Wilson-Raybould said last week. I think the story is increasingly about the prime minister and his leadership. And I think that that is going to be the question that dominates the minds of Canadians and certainly what the pollsters are going to be looking for over the course of the coming months. All right. So what you're saying is uh, he's in a precarious position. This government or his leadership could uh, fail as a consequence. I, I think that would be overstating where things are right now, to be honest. But I do think that this is the test of his mandate, right? This is this is going to be what the prime minister is tested on. Uh, there is going to be a conversation about his, uh, his leadership. Uh, and I think, personally, as a supporter of this prime minister, he's at his best when he's been underestimated. Historically, he's been at his best when he's underestimated, and I think he's going to rise and succeed and, and surpass that challenge. A historical figure rising from the ashes like Phoenix. He's a Christ figure. 
Uh, all right. Uh, so you're saying he's redeemable. It's Ash Wednesday, John. Careful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, interesting that you would point that out. All right. Uh, and he's given up truth-telling, I guess, for Lent. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Peter Tabbins, you were kind of sitting there wincing and looking uh, quizzical and perplexed at the same time. Uh, what is it about Dan's interpretation of things that you might uh Take umbrage with Dan is a, a very capable and experienced guy in in the ways of politics and messaging, and I was just thinking about how exactly does this work? Because in fact, what we have before us is a situation where the prime minister of the country, based on what seemed to me to be credible testimony from his former attorney general, uh, was pushing heavily for her to change her mind on a prosecution mm-hmm. and engaging in a way that was totally inappropriate. So in well, some I ways, mean, what was let me it? finish, Dan. And so in some ways, I think it's fair to say what we've moved on to is it's true. What is the character of this prime minister? Is he credible? Is he looking out for the people of Canada? Is he looking out for himself? And I think increasingly people are looking at what's being presented. They're listening to the facts, listening to the arguments and concluding, no, this guy is not on our side. He's on the side of his very big business friends. And beyond that, his only interest, set aside uh, making sure that laws are followed, is making sure he gets elected. And I I think that really reveals a lot about his character that people need to understand. I mean... You look at the testimony today and, and the, the ongoing conversation here, you want to talk with the prime minister standing up for, for everyday people. How about those 9,000 people that worked for SNC-Lavalin? Oh, what about those 9,000 jobs? What about the people uh, at Sears? What about the people oh, at Rona? Please. Didn't stand up for them. People at GM got kicked to the curb. Him and Doug Ford both said, nah, nothing to, to see here. Sears pensioners, nothing to do to help them. I don't remember him standing up for them. I don't remember him coming out, out of the gate fighting for them. No, he's standing up for people in situations where his political future is on the line, and that's what matters to him, not what happens to people who work for a living. I wanted to uh, just point out, parenthetically, uh, we've been advised the minister, Catherine McKinnon's town hall in uh, Mississauga is cancelled tonight. I don't know why, but uh, this might just be an ominous uh, other shoe about to drop. Who knows? Uh, we'll come no, back. I don't think she's mm. been pretty strong on the record the last few days. So well, I know, but uh, whoever knows, everything is a state of flux right now, isn't it? <laughs> and so, uh, but we'll come back and uh, pursue this and other topics worthy of discussion in a moment. Dan Moulton, Anthony Fury, Peter Tabbins on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.